Boom. And we are live with another episode of the Brownwater Banter Podcast. My name is Jared Seymour. My name is Joey Case. And boy, do we have a great show for you today. Uh, Clarence Seymour hit us up, said he wanted to talk about some uh, changes that might be coming down the pipeline with uh, regard to cobia, bag limits, size limits, stuff like that from the, uh, what is it, the Gulf Coast... Uh, I'm already drawing a blank on it. Gulf, Gulf Coast Council. Gulf Coast Council. Council. That's yeah. right. Um, so we want to talk about that today and get your feedback. People in the comments section, Joey's sharing it out right now. Uh, if you want to join the discussion, this is your chance to do it. Before we jump into that, though, like we always do, we're going to uh, mention our sponsors right out of the gate here. First person we're going to talk about is Dr. Robbie Williams over at Southern Magnolia Smiles, man. They're located in Ocean Springs, Mississippi, right off of Washington Avenue. If you're looking for a great local dentist, we highly recommend checking him out. Uh, they're on all the socials, Instagram, Facebook, at Southern Magnolia Smiles, or you can go to their regular website, southernmagnoliasmiles.com, or hey, just give them a call and make an appointment at 228-215-1202. Next up, out of the gate, right here. There we go. Oh, it's not working. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, what's going on? Oh, What'd you do? There it went. It was, oh, sorry, it was a little delay on there. Uh, out of the gate, here we got uh, Jesse with uh, Hill Tree Marketing, man. That's Jesse and his team right here. Um, if you're looking for some IT work, uh, photography, cinematography, aerial cinematography. If you need a website built, go check out hilltreemarketing.com. Jesse will take care of you, man. He's got a lot of the local brands that he's worked with on his website. You can check out some of his work or you can go to brownwaterbanter.com and see what he did for us. Uh, we're super happy, man. Easy to work with. Uh, he's just a great all-around dude and he's local. So uh, we always support local. And while we wait for some people to jump in here, Joey's hard yeah, at work, boy. We're gonna, uh, I'm he's clicking away over here. We're gonna, what we're going to do, this is more going to be like a uh, question and answer forum. So yeah. we're going to let some people jump in, and then we're going to talk to uh, old Sebo over here and get his uh, take on it and let That's him right. uh, educate us a little bit on what we don't know. That's right. And he's got notes. Some yeah, he's, he's got, got a notes. bunch of notes. So uh, we're going we're to get deep into it today. Uh, while we're waiting for a few more of y'all to jump in here, uh, we're going to mention the Sheep's Head Showdown. Here's the flyer. I think it's the first time we've shared it on here like this. I don't know why we waited so long. But October the 2nd, downtown Diaberville at the uh, Diaberville Marina or the Diaberville Boat Launch uh, was how we refer to it. Uh, we're going to be giving away a lot of money and a lot of prizes. So if you're into money and prizes and fishing, it's pretty much an all-around event for you. Uh, $1,500 is going to the uh, first place heaviest Sheep's Head. 700 for second yeah, place. It, it, if you see a flyer with a thousand, that was me. I screwed that up. <laughs> he screwed but the that first up. place yeah. is 1500 he, he tried to pocket $500 yeah. right out of the gate into his own money. pocket. Yeah, but we caught him, so it's all good now. $1,500 for first place, $700 for second place, and $500 for the third place sheep's head, man. Wicked Fish, Biloxi Beach uh, Resort Rentals, and Nerds LLC all sponsoring right there out the gate. Uh, and, uh, I can't read the other ones. That's Miss Carrie. Yeah. Uh, what is it? What is her? Carry me away. Carry me away that's yeah. right um so we appreciate that uh we also have a triple tail division um 450 for first place 150 for second place looks like hull and hitch grabbed that one and ocean springs marine mart there's a redfish division a speckle trout division and a uh, completely separate spearfish division so if yeah. you're into diving and spearfishing um you're going to have your own separate pot and that's going to be based on the number of people that enter it uh you'll keep the majority of that it's going to be what a 70 30 split I believe on entry fees for the spearfish guys um, yes. for the sheep's head division, the spearhead division and the kids sheep's head division. They're all going to walk away with uh, not only the cash and the prizes, but their very own WWE style championship belt. And we've shared some photos on uh, Brownwater Banter's Facebook page. Also the sheep's heads uh, showdowns page. So go check those out. They're super cool and you can't be the champ without the belt. So that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. On that. And I ordered some medals today. So instead of the first 10, prizes for kids trophies it's going to be the first 15 medals yep kids so, 12 and under yeah. enter for free uh and they're going to take away medals like joey said and the top one's going to take home a belt so i've rattled off enough here we got a few people in the comments below but uh let me let me throw it up here let's let's take it right over here to you clarence man tell us let's start from the from the beginning let's start from the beginning you and joey were talking a little bit before we went live yeah where what's what's the problem here that they may be changing some of the the bag limit size requirements on on cobia is that correct yes there's a document out through the gulf council amendment 32 which is a cobia uh recalibration re uh alignment of size well, the size is at 36 it looks like they're gonna uh, there there's several alternatives here for the it's uh it goes anywhere from one fish per person per day all, all the way down so anyway Let's go back to uh, the – they did the stock assessment from 2018 
2019, something like that. It ended in 18 and 19. They found that the cobia in federal waters wasn't overfished, which you got to remember the whole federal waters from Brownsville to Key West. So we're not just talking about uh, 265. Yeah. So, which is comes up with a from MRIP dockside surveys, uh, uh, telephone surveys. There's all different kinds of ways that MRIP and CDAR gets this information for a stock assessment. But under the Madison, they can't make a major change without stock assessments and any type of fisheries it has to be the best available science right. all species in the gulf that's right, right. and we're, ta- we're talking about the gulf let's let's move back this is the gulf council right this yes. is not state it's a so, federal level okay what is it made of uh nymphs and noaa okay uh, it's Texas. comprised of uh florida alabama mississippi louisiana and texas there's right. 17 uh, members on the Gulf Council, one from NOAA. So you got five from Texas, five from uh, Florida, or four from Texas, four from Florida, three from Mississippi, three from Alabama, and, and three from Louisiana. And they make the rulings over the whole yes. Gulf. It has to make uh, a nine to eight vote to pass. And of course, uh, Andy Spellcheck with National Marines Fishers is the tiebreaker. Okay. He is, Roy Crabtree retired, so Andy took over. That's what. It's not like it's something they flip a coin and say, hey, we're going to change Kobe to one per person. Right. This document was it, – they, it they come up with this document because and from 2018 to uh, 20, folks come to the podium from all over and said, we got – the Kobe's in trouble. And they was mainly talking about the panhandle. Not a bunch from Brownsville, not a bunch from Texas. Come hard from – the northern panhandle of Florida. Right. Which I'm sure they there's so many boats and people and towers, I'm sure they see in problems. Yeah. So that's kind of what happened here. Now, as far as what I'm asking is, what is good for Mississippi? Yeah. And do we want to go strenuous or are we worried about the future? We all know that it's not the same as it was. Right. We lost oil rigs, we lost structure, we lost uh shrimp boats. Shit. Take forty shrimp boats out of the fleet in the Gulf. You mm-hmm. you, you have uh, checkup spots, and you ain't, might not find a lemon fish. So name three people from Mississippi vote, right? You know, the- uh, yes, uh, we have uh, Joe Spragans with the DMR. Each okay. state has a DMR representative on the on the council. Okay, uh, Dale Dias from Diaverville is one of them. He's in at large, and then Leanne Bosarge from Pasigula. She votes for us and. And uh, okay. this and public hearing that's going to be uh, coming up, they having a public hearing in Gulfport will be the first one since uh, COVID. So it's actually in public, not virtual. That's I was like, whoa. But I just want to make sure the public knows that if you have a problem with the decisions that's fixed to be made, make your voice heard. Yeah. Get out there and say something. You don't have to go in person. You can do it email or whatever. But this is a very important fish to our area right it's very sporty to us and people love them and we all grew up loving them right so that's kind of what i but i read so much on facebook i was like hey joey let's have a discussion tonight about what yeah. folks think about uh what's going on with our kobe in our area you like it you don't you think it's good have you ever been there no you so what the limit for miss for what we can fish right now is what give us a limit. two per person uh which is if you got six people in a boat, you can have twelve fish. Right. That's a lot of Kobe. I don't that know. That is. Yeah. I don't know what we're gonna do with all that, but the problem with making federal changes, the state does not have to make that change. Yeah. The, the state can stay or whatever they want. In other words, they can stay at two per person if they if the feds decide to make a change to one per person, two per boat. It's, it's in yeah. alternatives here. We'll talk about that in a minute. So Let's talk real quick because y'all brought this up. I wasn't aware about this, and if I'm saying this wrong, correct me. When the state, you're saying the state doesn't have to follow a federal guideline change when it comes to this, correct? They do not. But that is only within the nine miles or the three miles past the island. Explain that difference uh, there. Well, state waters, federal waters. Right. Cobia, Spanish mackerel, and king mackerel fall under a, a coastal pelagic. Okay. Not not reef. Yes. So they're different than snapper. Correct. Mangrove. They're, Stuff Amber like that. Jack, yeah. They manage each species by certain categories. Okay. Reef has a category. 
Coastal Pelagic has a category. Redfish has its own category. Okay. Shrimping has its own category in the federal fishery. Right. So that's, yes. Uh, right now, so the Cobia, King Michael, and Spanish Falls under this, which would be managed at three miles past the Barrier Islands in our area, most the whole Gulf Coast, the whole coast, Gulf. In other words, the state enforcement, anything over three miles, if you had a Cobia, if you had 12 Cobia in your boat, you're getting a ticket if this changes. Mm-hmm. If you inside the line at three, then the DMR would say, oh, you, you got, you're okay. okay. Right. So it's a fence jumping issue. Right. Yeah. Normally, say trigger fish is open and closed through feds. Our DMR will close and open as the federal government does right. in federal waters. So that's kind of how, but in this sense, this situation here, they do not have to go by what the federal government recommends. That you not they're not going to get penalized. They can make they can make their own management's decisions on how they it's, want to do it. It's kind of what Texas and I think Louisiana yes. did with Snapper, right? Correct. And they did the same thing. Well, Texas does it with Red Snapper, right? Four per person. Yeah. So the feds say two, but Correct. in Texas waters you can take four. That's right. So same thing here. Even if the feds come back and say one. Mississippi can still go back with the two per whatever they have set right now. Correct. As long as that's within three miles, no further than three miles past the barrier islands. Correct. Correct. Yes. All right. That's a big distinction. I learned that today. The nine mile mile boundary, let's go back to that because Joey was asking me. Mm -hmm. It was put in the omnibus bill back when we had a three-day red snapper season. The American public went strong into Congress, and Congress took over. And they said, let's go in the omnibus bill, move the line – for a nine-mile state boundary for reef fish. And it's still in the omnibus bill today. Okay. And it probably will never get changed unless – And that's reef fish, though. People pick up reef on that. Reef Correct. That goes yes. back to your snapper. Not pelagic. Correct. Yes. This would not – that's not uh, cobia. Correct. All right. Yeah. It's, it's mind-boggling. It, it's very wording, and uh, you really have to pay attention. I mean, there's 19, 1700 hoops that we go through anyway on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think the even the 36 change was what, year and a half ago? Maybe two? We're, yeah, they're not even year two. That's what uh, and, kind and, of disturbs me about this because I, I, I wasn't expecting this document to fall through so fast after we do a, a, a length change. Cause right. We, we asked for something, but we're not. And it really went from 33 one. to the fork. Yeah, 32 to 36. Yeah, 36. Yeah. And And a lot of people, I'm not going to say, I mean, we we did two or three Cobia tournaments last year, and there were a few people that brought 33, 34-inch Cobia to the scales, and and they they just didn't know. They didn't didn't realize that it went on change. A couple weeks ago before Ida, I zipped around and worked on it, had found a few. Right. But you're like, is that one 36? It's like you need a tape measure that goes on your line that, that you can't really guess. It's a 33, 33, 32 to fork was like, oh, there's no That's way. It's scooping. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, in, in this document, there is still options of, or later on, of moving the size up to in the 40s to 45. And then we're, work, then we're really, it's, oh, it's called know. mortality rate. People can't just start gaffing fish and say, they'll swim away. They're not. They're Number dead. One, no more thing I, I really don't like about fisheries rules is throwback rule. I've always been an, an advocate of let's catch it and keep it and go home. That's I, I, We've said that a bunch yeah. with snapper. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you go to FH2 or FH3, where y'all, I mean, some of the charter boats go, right. by the time you weed through 20 snapper to get your four studs, I mean, we do the vents. How many of them survive compared to if you just got out there and caught your four snapper and went home? That's right. That's yeah. mortality rate. It, yeah. It's all it's all calculated in in the quotas anyway. It's like they do. It used to be twenty five percent mortality rate on just say if you had a million pounds, you're talking about uh, two hundred fifty thousand pounds dead just on the, the recreational the sector. That's correct. So that's too big of a number. And same as speckled trout. Years ago, they was doing changes and always said we're. Uh, we're using live shrimp, J hooks. We're touching with rags. Yeah. Why don't we just keep ten and go home? Yeah. Because right. by the time you throw them back over, if they're any kind of gut hooked or anything That's like right. that, they're dead. By but the time you stuck pliers in their mouth, they're until dead. we get the American public to be good, all good stewards of the ocean and the fishery, it'll be rules and limits. Yeah. And, and there's going to be a there's going to be casualties of war because nobody says, well, that's not that's enough for me. 
Yeah, everybody got a long that, way to go to get everybody that. Everybody wants baby. that big shot in front of the boat. I think our kids' kids might get it. Yeah. Well, we've talked about that on the show with people yeah. out there trying to change the meat hall photo to a, a release video and make that what's cool. Yeah. And I think it's slowly but kind of surely happening. I don't yeah. know that you see the meat halls quite as much. Yeah. And when you do see them, you get people kind of bashing them in the comments below. I'm not saying that's the best thing to do either because you don't know what they're doing with that meat, whether they're right. harvesting all of it and using it appropriately either. And as long as they're within the limits, it's their right to do. What what is your take on this though? What what do you think should happen if, if as we get into this document? Uh, on the Kobe, I, I like the the part of of getting the fishery back, but what scares me the most is if you start we this this let's go back to like redfish. Yeah, zero taking federal orders. Right, it's been like that since nineteen eighty five eighty six. Now a lot of people don't know that they ain't gonna change it. It, I don't see yeah. it happen. A lot of people don't know that. I don't know why he's looking at me, but there might be a story about that. Exactly. Yeah. That's my so, dad's fault. Right. So, uh, so right now, so if on a federal level, they start changing stuff like this drastic, which it's not that deal we have in here. Uh, right now, I don't see a lot of folks slamming a dock with a 12 lemon fish a day with six yeah. people on a boat or what have you. I don't, I'm not, I might catch one or, two or what have you but i'm really concerned about what i've seen in the last say 20 some odd years on the decrease of what it takes in the spring migration that's what the florida guys really push for yes they know because it's not the younger fleet going to the podium it's us seasons people that's been on the water two to three hundred days a year whatever 200 days a year that, that make a living understand yeah. what it was like to slam the dock with, you know, four or five fifties and a couple and a kicker seventy on Sunday and get your name on the board, mm -hmm. right? And uh, I would love to see the heyday come back. I mean, I mean, we talked about that a little bit when you was on here last. That's time. correct. Yeah, the number of big cobia yes. and the drastic, even like Gorn flows and and um, uh, bitches uh, tournaments yeah. and all those. <clears throat> those tournaments have dropped drastically i, I think it was in the past two years i think they might have bumped up just a tab but before that they you don't see we well, gotta remember uh you still if you take uh you're still not judging us in our boundary i don't even know what our boundary in it is anymore with a f engine with four a boat with four engines that can go 50 miles an hour mm -hmm. but what i'm saying is if you look at our area that's my thing i'm like what do you want here? Do you want to go to coquetry and fish all the time? That's fine. Yeah. But yeah. when our number is what's best for us. Yeah. And that's, so you're talking about state line to state lines. Chandelier yeah. to Mobile Bay. Correct. Yeah. Put a straight line on it. And uh, our tournaments show that at times we find very good fish, but some come from out of our backyard. Some come from Texas. I don't know where they come from. Yeah. But it's very important that, that everybody understands that what's – the conservation level we're going to let the this federal government situation it's not we're not going to let them but it's the, it's, it's the voice that we're going to say hey there's several options here once uh, to me on the fishery side and i don't know much about it but just from what once the feds get their finger or foot in the door it's kind of like it's hard to get them to turn it back right once it's done you can't get it back now yeah. you can stop. You can persuade them to stop it or, or delay it a little bit. But once it's done, you you're probably not going to get well, it. Well, the, the Gulf Council procedure works, but it takes a long time to make it work. Yeah, they only meet five times a year, so. And we've heard the debacle on the snapper Correct. side about the numbers and the miscalculations and blah blah blah. It took blah. several years to get this state uh, snapper season through, right? Because of the the time and the public meetings and the documents and. But now that we got it, I think it's working really good. I mean, I like red snapper closure. Some people don't. Some people do. But what it we talked about it with I, I can't remember who we talked about it with the, at the beginning of snapper season this year before they shut it down. Everybody right. was hitting them on the inshore reefs, and then after they shut it down, it's kind of they were few and far between the second part of snappers because they they got they get hammered every yeah. dag. He's not day. a hard, he's not a hard fish to catch. No, he's not. not I told y'all before the red snapper is like a big giant bubble gum machine. Every time you turn the handle, they off planet Earth. Yeah, yeah. they you you spin the handle, they gone. Yeah, yeah. 
It had a, somebody explained it to us too about the water temperature and depth. Oh and yeah. stuff like that. It all plays, all in, plays it. in it. And y'all, 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 the the ones who are out on the water know it better Correct. than we are. We just talk about it. But where do you think you said this thing came from, Florida? Right? You think it came from yeah, the Panhandle Boys? Uh, a couple years ago, uh, uh, before COVID, uh, while at at the council level, there was a lot of folks come from Panama City, Destin, and and uh, some parts of Orange Beach. And they pretty well got to the podium with big numbers. I'm talking about squeaky wheel get to grease. Yeah. Yeah. So we in trouble. The but, fish is in trouble. Man, JJ, if you if you don't know who JJ Brumble is, he's been on our show and he's a Destin fisherman. And I think we talked about this one night drinking a bunch of whiskey. So, uh, so I could be fussy on it. But yeah, exactly. He explained it to me with the hurricanes and COVID, it was almost like the Florida boys missed the run over here and that hurt the fishing industry a lot it, it it seemed like more cobia made it to mississippi this last year and this year than it did before with the hurricanes and the florida boys with covid not being able to fish as much at least it did to me that's and he explained that to me and i was well, that kind of makes sense you know yeah. what i'm saying he might know more than me but i wouldn't figure that a mask would stop somebody from uh, sight fishing in florida you're right you're right now them being able to sell fish in florida be a different story that's yeah get into that because we want to oh, talk yeah. about that too because it, I, i've never fished in texas louisiana is a little different but i don't know too many places where you can walk out on a pier from the beach and catch a 50 pound cobia Correct. off a pier uh i don't know a year or two ago uh florida wildlife fwc whatever that means commission whatever they changed their cobia to two per boat, I think. I don't really know. Jared might could look it up real quick. But uh, what are we looking for? Cobia limit? Florida cobia limit. But the thing is, they didn't take the fish off the, the market. In other words, they, you can still sell it as a private angler. As a, it still can be sold by a recreational fisherman. In the state of Mississippi, that's a no-no. We can't sell anything. We're not selling nothing. Right. No, you're not selling a cobia in Mississippi, so... Uh, it says right here the minimum size limit is 33 inches to the fork length. Maximum the, size is none. What's yeah, the bag? Not, uh, one per harvest or six per vessel per day, whichever is less. One per harvester. So one person per fish. Yeah, that's what they knocked per, it down yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. One person okay. per fish or six per vessel per day, Correct. whichever is less. That's what they knocked it down to. <clears throat> so that still allows them to have their big giant tournaments and still go and sell what they caught. Right. In Florida. Florida, as far as I know, is the only state that's not a sports fish. It is the cobia is a sports fish in the state of Mississippi, and I think in Louisiana too. What is? Do you know what? What? How does that be? How is that determined? Sports fish. Yeah, what makes that? it a sports? Because typically your sport fish are not very good eating fish, correct? Well, they. It, well, that's how Mississippi did it to get it off the uh, commercial market. As a as an angler, you'd have to come in here as a. You can't be a commercial fisherman and sell it as a commercial catch. They put it as a sports fish. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. I mean, I could be wrong. <laughs> right. Maybe somebody can chime yeah. in on that. Chime in in the comments. Uh, we only had one coming from Danny Scurry. He just said, hit him with that fishery knowledge. Uh, and then Chelsea said earlier that she's looking forward to seeing us at the Sheep's Head Showdown. She's, uh, the Sticky Sisters will be slinging the cotton candy. So no, that's who cool. it is. Yeah. Well, let's but, get into some hot, hot points. You got some notes written down there. Yep. What yeah, was the hot uh, points off of them? The hot points is, it's uh, Jerry, we're going to page 29. All right. Let's pull this document which up. Which is, uh, this would be the modification of the Gulf Zone. Hey, this is also for the Atlantic Zone, too. So it, it, it goes more from Georgia, maybe Virginia down. So it's it's a pretty strong document right here. Yeah. It covers both sides. All right. I got it pulled up. All right. Say, uh, so, in other words, uh, uh, a fella could go in there and say, well, alternative one would be no action. In other words, they could vote that we want alternative one to be no action, and they would make a, a motion and such as. So all, preferred alternative two. So this has all come from probably the uh, advisory panels uh, from the Gulf Council. So they do have a coastal pelagic advisory panel, so they might have met virtually to come up with preferreds. And then they through their uh, pelagic uh, meaning they probably had all this done right so, so there's multiple options yes yeah, so what we'll, i'll go yeah. through them here okay. uh yeah so a preferred alternative two is redu reduced to daily possession limit to one per person regard regardless of the number of duration of the trip so that's one per person okay 
And then preferred option two is recreational sector and commercial sector. So if you're a commercial fisherman doing red snapper, this would mean that he could only have one red snap, uh, one cobia per person on his vessel. Now he can have his 1500 pounds of red snapper, but he can't have a one cobia. Right. So that, that shortens the cobias. Them, instead of them having 10 or 12 for if they have two people on board. Right. So they could only have so two per trip. Minus one fish per person. Yeah. And then uh, preferred alternative three would be a uh, creative recreational vessel limit. Fishers may not exceed one, uh, the personal daily possession limit. That would be something they would add in. So uh, a vessel limit would be uh, four per boat or two per boat wouldn't matter how many people correct on the boat, yes. well, you wouldn't care so the alternative they could take alternative three and they would make a motion to say let's change it to four per person they would vote on that blah 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 blah. so that they'd have to go through this whole thing and get it to where it's at yeah all right uh then the options 3a would be uh t- that's would be the option so it'd be so that alternative a so here's the options that, that would it's already there uh two fish per trip and then a limit of vessel of four per trip and six per trip. So, so if you chose alternative three, I see what it's that saying. Would, yeah, it goes by the boat, and then they'll right. figure out the number yeah, on these underneath. options. Correct. And then if they chose alternative four, then the commercial trip limit would also not exceed the possession daily limit. So, to say they protect in the. It, it's not all about. It's just both recreational and commercial. Mm-hmm. So they they're making sure that they're not going to have over their limit. Yeah. So that would be the option. So the commercial limit would only have two, four, or six. So I'd knock them down to only be able to have a few fish every trip. Right. It, now, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, it, to me, this right here is a, a very, uh, it, it's, it's a strong way to knock it down for everybody. Not, every, not recreational, it's, it's both. So we still have to consider. Like there's probably gonna be a lot of people say, "Well, just leave it the way it is." But you got to remember, do we want to rebuild a stock or not? Yeah, and and to be, I don't want to sound like a a haggler, but I mean, to be honest, besides tournament days, how many days do you go and say, "I I'm gonna just gonna target Cobia with the like the people you book tri- trips with"? None. Right. It's a bycatch for me. Right. But there is days that I say, "I'm going after Cobia." Yes. I know where they're at, and I'm going to go do it. And then tournament days, yes, we're definitely targeting Cobia. Yeah. And at, even at uh, four <laughs> per trip per boat, you can still have a tournament, but you're not really slamming the dock with 10 or 12, 15 fish a trip. Right. And even the big tournaments around here, you would – I mean, what is it, three fish? Right. So you're only taking the heaviest three fish anyways. Right. So Correct. at four or even six, you're still good. You know what I'm saying? But the main thing is if you start doing stuff like this, it's just like we're guessing on a 36-fork fish. There's going to be some casualties of war when you make this big of change. Right. And it's especially in the tournament days and anybody just playing around and really don't know what a Kobe is really doing. Or haven't seen one in a while. Like, oh, they like to because they look the, way bigger in the water. They, they look like, look, yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, I'd like to see the boogeyman. Yeah, yeah. Once you get them, once somebody says Kobe, it's like a Chinese fire drill. Everybody done lost their mind, right. going all over the place. Right. Yeah. yeah, and you can't, like you say too. I mean, it ain't like you can put a tape measure on him on the side of the boat and risk Correct. him getting off or losing a fish. You know. And then if you forget your dip net, if you don't have a big enough dip net, oh, it's there's nothing. They'll worse. swim through a net that's rotten. Yeah. And then you stick one and you throw it on a boat and it's 34 and, and you, inches. Yeah, and you sick. Right. And then now you killed a fish. Right. Because believe it or not, people don't want to do that. Fishermen they don't, do, not. They do not want to do that. And now you got to throw it back. That's correct. And he's That's just even gonna go. Worse. He's gonna go straight to the bottom. Sharks gonna yeah. eat him. Crabs gonna eat him. He's gonna be dead. I guess it stays in the ecosystem, but it still doesn't. But he's feel not good. producing more cobia. He or she's not producing more cobia, which they should be doing. Yeah, I mean, uh, as a as a private angler, I, I really don't know. I haven't really decided where I'm at on this, but I mean, there's your options, and you have to choose which one you would recommend. If it's no action, is it one per person or? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I mean, that's what I'm trying to figure out. If if I go, if I write my written comment by email and say, hey, I would like 
Uh, that, I mean, now that's what that's how this is this vote is swayed, right? Do you have you have an, an they're option? They're going to look at the. You comments. have an opinion. You have an option. You have a vote that you. Oh, well, not a vote, but you have an option to write in to, or yeah. be live or be in person at that meeting, which is in Gulfport, right? Yeah, it says it's uh, uh October fifth, uh, Holiday Inn. Uh, is it six o'clock? Six to nine. Yeah, it runs six, six, six to nine. nine. Yeah, so, they give you three minutes to speak your piece. You can only have to say, but I want this, this, and this. Yeah, I don't want no change. You can do whatever you want, and, and they're going to listen to your opinion and they take will that listen, into consideration. Yeah. yeah, it's their constituents. I mean, they want to represent what the people around here want because they want to get reelected again and make sure that they're doing what's right for the they'll be there the people they represent. So I think you started this whole thing earlier as to say, you know, it's just like with voting in any type of election. Make your voice be heard and come out to the meeting or join virtually. You said you could do that as well, right? Uh, it's yeah, virtual. they got a yeah, virtual too. So, so do that and. Uh, and 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 let people know what you think, right? I mean, it's yeah, an important you know. thing for everybody around here, especially the community that we speak to. What about Joe? Uh, we was talking about our notes. Uh, you remember all the comments about uh, the all rig loss? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no good old rigs left out there. Uh, yeah, they didn't start pulling them yesterday. They've been pulling for 25 years. There's been rigs cut down just about. They do probably two, three, four a year. Exactly. 265 was probably the latest casualty they, this way. If I'm not mistaken, in the shallow field off of Curlew, they started them in the in the 90s. They right. started clipping them. That's where the jacket rigs would be on side of them, and that's where they was doing was breaking them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there was a hundred and something in that field at the time. So when they pull them completely, that's where it screws everything up. When they cut them off, it's not that bad if you still right. got the numbers. But yeah. when they pull them completely, that's when it's totally gone. Oh yeah, well there's another family that the, sh- the shrimpers have their play some days you, you know just like john dutton said don't give an inch yeah shrimpers feel the same way don't they don't want an inch yeah the more the more we ask as a uh, angler private angler that's we're wanting bottom takes away from the shrimp bottom mm-hmm. you know they want to pull they want to pull yeah where the rigs they are. don't want to run into a wreck and tear their net up right they want to catch fish for the american public shrimp yeah i i guess i don't and, it, and everything goes back to the clean, getting away from oil. That's and, right. And it, I, to me, I, I, I'm all about it if it works. But come down here during hurricane season. <laughs> come down here with, you know what I'm saying, when when power goes out, do you think they bring solar panels over here or do you think yeah. they bring gas generators no, over here yeah, to get the oil back right. together? Chances in the comment, he said two fish per boat, keep the link the same. Uh, let me see here. 108 had lost half of its – rigs in the past two years the three black abandoned rigs south are being pulled right now yeah mm-hmm. and that's that's not only fisheries that's jobs and to mississippi louisiana that's job yeah i mean that, that that's fed it's kind of like the shipyard in mississippi i mean louisiana that's fed a, probably half the people in louisiana them oil rigs now i would assume that those rigs are getting pulled because the oil companies d- decide that it's not profitable for them right now it's not the fisheries uh, that are shutting them down correct from what i understand they're considered derelict they're doing zero. Yeah. They're okay. derelict is okay. what they call them. They're aid to navigation and whatever. They're right. They're hazard to shrimp boats, boaters, yeah. whatever. But, but it seems it, it, that doesn't make sense to me because it's a fish habitat. It's marked on it every uh, GPS that you have. Exactly. Fish, I mean, shrimpers have the best GPS and radar there are. Fishermen have GPS. If you don't see an oil rig or hear it from miles away, that's on you. Well, and the thing is, is nobody, I mean, for the, purpose of this discussion you're talking about a fish haven is what you want correct Correct. you don't really care about the production of oil for this topic i get jobs and all that why can't we just create more artificial reefs and mark those on uh gps i get shrimpers don't want to run over them that makes perfect sense but seems to me we could bury some concrete structures and mark it it's not the same as a rig though I don't think it is. Uh, not totally. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Well, right now, you got to remember. Like, they like the height of everything. Yeah. Too, I mean, right? you got all Col- the way through the column. water column. Correct. I mean, all the way down. Correct. We'll jump on the subject of that. that there was a, a permit going out to Noah or whoever to add Fish Haven 2 and 13. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, the, uh, the Shrimping Alliance is what stopped it because you're giving away a square mile of, of bottom. Right. And see, to me, FH2 and FH13, when I fish them, it's so small. And every time a hurricane comes, it gets covered up with mud. They're going to get covered. So, I mean, yeah, I understand what you did there, and that's great. 
But now the bottom's just mud like it used to be. There's no structure there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's got their own agenda. You know there ain't I mean? no Everybody's doubt. Got their oh, that's, own, what, uh, that's why I was wanting this agenda. Uh, what about, uh, maybe we get some comments on, uh, uh, like I said, you want to. Evan okay, says replace them with floating structures. All right. And then uh, have have uh, anglers seen more or less cobia since they changed it to 36 on yeah. fork? That's the what question do think, I'd uh, like to know. What, 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 how many people is watching right now? Uh, we got about 15. 15 okay. people yeah. right now. They are probably all fish cobia at one set of time. Have y'all seen more or less cobia in the past two years? Yeah. And – Juvenile or all of it, yeah. Any any kind. Have y'all seen less or more? I don't think you would say more to any species, really. I mean, yeah. Well, not more uh, catfish. Yeah, no. No, I mean, I mean, I just like to know. I mean, what have y'all seen on the weekend? To me, I think personally, the last two years has been better for Mississippi for cobia. To me, now I don't fish it every day. I don't know, but as far as I've seen tournament wise. I think the, there were bigger cobia weighed in the past two years than there were the previous five. Derek says you got to make the bag limit smaller and the minimum size larger. Got to let all the fish breed at least once if we're going to rebuild it. And he says there's definitely less and there's worse every year. That's Derek Sosha? Yep. Yeah. He's if, right. Derek if, knows. He's, he knows yeah. like me. He's, so he's, what he's, it, he's how, if we go bigger, it would have to be bigger than 36 inches. That was uh, uh that was part of that uh when they changed it so to thirty six to go to forty but Ooh, that's a big cobia and that's what got the forty knocked down was the average angler can't guess a forty inch fish and they don't have a big enough dip net right and you can't really say it's mandatory to tote a thirty two inch dip net a forty inch cobia is what forty fifty pounds uh. Somewhere well, if a there? short stocking one can be, yeah, I don't know, say thirty, just guess it. Yeah, at 30. 30, 40 pounds. That's a nice fish. Yeah, uh, George is in the comments. He says that as a diver spearing on both sides of the Mississippi River, I don't see the difference. He said as a selective fisherman, thirty-two is too small. Yeah, well, that was the reason why they changed. That's that's that, that was one of them. Yeah. yeah. What where is he fishing at? He's he's probably Louisiana. What's Louisiana's thirty-two? It's the same as the same family. as okay. What's their state? Uh, it should be the same. I think they changed too. Did they? Everybody went to thirty six, except for Florida. Looks like Dan yeah. Henson says last couple of years are smaller fish. Right. That's okay. Okay, maybe so. I mean, the last ride I took, we like at a my on the snapperies for the two months of uh, out there by the models and different places I went. The incidentals was they roll up behind the boat. Yeah. They follow a snapper up there. They hook them accidentally in the lip and then we're guessing and we got a a snapper dip net not the big one yeah and we're trying to like i mean i had a couple of them uh played out and grabbed them with about a lip you know and kind of like a bass oh yeah put them in the boat slung them in a boat and 34 inches it's just so close that you can't tell we can't tell mm-hmm. no matter how now, 40 inch would be even worse 40 Holy i mean i, I get Derek's thing but that's what would that's what scared me as the throwback rule and when like i said when it when you hook that thing and everybody starts going crazy the first thing you're going to reach for is a gap but this is the dilemma that we're here for yeah because everybody's saying well what you're going to do you can't throw back a 60 pounder yeah we're not going to do it we're going that's going to the Lake Crisco. Yeah. Lake Crisco. <laughs> in chunks. That's what I was going to say earlier. Yeah, yeah. Even the ones that died to get eaten by the sharks. I mean, he ain't sitting on a bed of rice with butter sauce on him. You know what I mean? No, that's, he's that's going to the bottom. I mean, that's a I, problem. Like I said, I'm, it's – and then let's see here. Uh, yeah, Kobe's not a, a sport fish in Mississippi. Uh, not on commercial. Uh, if you call, say, Death Sports and want some Kobe, they probably have to come from somewhere else. I don't think they get them locally. From Florida. Yeah. If I had to guess, why why is that? Why is Florida get away with that? And we don't. Well, if they have a uh, state commission of five people, don't take with three votes to win. Just sway mm. that. That's right. <clears throat> More stroke. More stroke. Yeah. Three to one. Three well, to two. That's well, crazy. It's always better to have more stroke. 
So yeah. if we if we want to voice our opinion, we said it earlier. Where's the meeting at again? It's in it's on Highway 49. It's Holiday Inn. Yeah, on 49. But bad thing is, I uh, they're having it during cruising the coast. Oh shit! Yeah, why'd they do that? Uh, you didn't be able to get there if you wanted to go. Well, they didn't have a cruising coast in Destin and Clearwater and such as, but they just ended up there. Yeah, there's matter a matter of fact, a, uh, DMR offered the Bolton Building to them to have this public hearing. There's a bunch of dates and a bunch of states. Yeah, I see all that, all them dates and all that has to be, you have to put this out to public. Right, right. Comment before they can even talk about this document. Yeah, this document won't be talked about until October. It looks like Destin, Florida, the 4th. There you go. Gulfport, the 5th. Corpus Christi, the 6th. See, they got to move staff. Galveston, staff is moving. Yeah, Galveston, the 7th. Uh, then they go back to Florida the 13th, and then Baton Rouge the 14th, Fort Myers the 18th, and then Orange Beach is where they end up. Right. So that's a pile of hearings. And then the webinar hearing is going to be October 19th, which is my birthday, which exactly. is the greatest day of the week, oh, greatest day of the year, at that's 6 to 9. And you can go register. You put this website. Did you put the website up there? Uh, I can put it in the comments. Yeah, it's the Gulf of Mexico Fishery Management Council. Uh, okay. The Fishery Council? Yeah, Gulf of Mexico Fisheries Council. Get that Fisheries one. Management Council. Yeah, I'm just going to copy that. It's in our email, too. It's a lot of good information. Hopefully, everybody out there listening and, and watching the live stream, you know, if you got an opinion, voice it in the comments. Yeah, tell, I mean, tell us what you're thinking if you think that it needs to be um, – Two fish, one fish, what the fork right. limit needs to be. Jerry, go to page 34. There's a, there's right. where, I, then I'll answer Joey's question on that one. Get down there to it. Well, I can type it right here, I think. I just scroll down on mine. Yeah, but the pages are off. Oh, it's they're like off a little bit. Yeah. 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 Bottom discussion. Mm-hmm. Got and it. this thing is how long? How long is this document? Like a hundred and something pages yeah, yeah, of I, black I, and white? I was going to print it, but it's just... We need to run out of ink. I run out of ink. All right, go ahead. We got it. it says discussion. Yep. Action 5.2 is considered modified possession of vessels, tripling of Kobe and Landon in the FLE zone. Range alternative include the actions the same as included, which is the same as the Gulf. It says, go, as you go on, the council has received public testimony recommending possession limits similar to establish by the state of Florida or Cobia caught in the South Atlantic, which there's, it's on the other one too, but I pass it up. And then state waters of Florida, FWC enforcement, a daily bag fish of one per fish per person, six per vessel, whichever is less. Okay. That's what started the document right there. So the, the, so the document come from the state of Florida, right? We're in Mississippi. That's what I've come here to say is what what yeah, what, what, do, what, what do, do we think, think is good better for, for us? the state of Mississippi? Yes. Yeah. And with that, I, I hate to say this because we're about to put a fishing tournament on, but do you think that's do you think that has something to do with it? The fishing tournaments around here just strictly for Cobia? Uh, I mean, how many are there? No, no, no. They fish for a hundred thousand dollars in Destin. Yeah, that's what, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. We got chump change around here. Oh, that's what I'm saying. All the way, all the way on the Gulf Coast. Do you think just targeting Kobe and fishing tournaments are putting a hinder on that? They can't catch the big girls and that they've been doing, and then they they pay panicking and they want changes. I mean, I get the changes. Yeah. No, I mean, if you want to do something, cut your tower off. The tower's not allowed. If you can't catch them off a of bow, you ain't catching them. You ain't spot fishing. Correct. You can't fish off. <laughs> Come to that dirty water where you can't see them. Go to that dirty them. water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go to that brown water. You can't see them. Evan said two per person is too much. One per angler is more than enough. All right. So what? I agree with that. Yeah. So so one per angler, keeping it at thirty six. Is that what the That's, consensus says? Well, the size is not in the document. It's all about the possession. Okay. So we're really talking one or two fish here. Correct. And I'm, I'm, to me, to be honest, if I'm going cobia fishing, which we never go cobia, I don't ever go cobia fishing. I'm usually going snapper fishing. 
and then on the way back in, we're going to hit rigs and hopefully luck up and hit a Kobe on the way exactly. in. So if we hit one or two, I'm happy with it. Now, I, I don't know if I've ever been on a trip where I've caught you probably did back in the heyday where we caught 8, 10, 12 Kobe that were legal limits. Oh, yeah. I haven't. Were you wanting me to share the link in the comments that, to get to the document that we were reading, Joey, or were you just saying You can, and maybe somebody might want to read it. Yeah, if you go I'll to, drop uh, it in there right If now. you go to our email, too, it's got the um, I'm just where trying. all the meetings are, too. So and what Evan just said, he, he likes alt preferred alternative, too, which is one fish per person, regardless of the duration of the trip. So if you got five people, or you gonna have five fish? Well, I think the whole thing of this episode is is you have an opinion and you can voice it. Correct. And this is yeah. your time to voice your opinion. So if you fish cobia or linen fish or ling or whatever you want to call it, and you feel like these changes might affect you, then you can write into the uh, Gulf Council or turn into the Gulf Council and put your opinion in and go go hang out with them one day. Yeah. Are you and you're going to the meeting? Oh yeah, I'll be there. I'm gonna share it right here. The uh, get it out there. I'm pretty sure I'll be there. It's cruising the coast. You might not be able to get there. Well, thing is, I, I I'd love to. I, I mean, I'm here today to teach our young people that yes. it ain't all about what you want to uh, rat and rave on Facebook. Right. Let's get it, dude. Right. Yeah. Right. And what's what's crazy to me? The Florida guys brought it up because that's usually their their cash crop that's usually their money maker is a cobia you know oh yeah saying? spring break think about it yeah that's what the and there's a, this there whole for. document is full of economical benefits and all that there's a reason why all them dollars is in there yeah so if it's coming from florida it should panama city is is in they're hurting for cobia really but i mean if you got a uh a, a fly bridge a tower without a, a a shade tree on top there's a reason that you're you're I mean, they stick out like a sore thumb over there. Right. You see the bottom at 35 foot. When they're just cruising. They're just doing their thing. Yeah. Sight casting. Kind of like we do for redfish Correct. over here. Yep. I shared it in the comments, man. Go check it out. Uh, October the 5th. It's all, it's uh, the second uh, link that I shared in the, uh, whichever, if you're on Facebook or uh, or YouTube. So click on that. Check it out. Go yeah, make your what voice else heard. Did we hit? Yeah. What, did we get everything on your notes? Uh, yeah. Uh, looks like we did. Uh, other than page seven, CDAR. Let's see that. What's that say? I go to it. I'll I'll just make it quick. The CDAR report said that the fishery was not overfished. So that's what I see it like. All right, we're gonna take that with a grain of salt. So what's good for Mississippi is what I'm asking. So the actual report said that the the cobia weren't overfished. Correct. Page 7. Which is crazy because they say everything is overfished. Update a stock assessment. CDAR 28 update stock assessment of Gulf Group Covey was completed in July of 2020 with the terminal year dated in 2018 CDAR 28 update 20. CDAR 28 update includes updated recreational catch and effort data Revealing use of MRIP and FEC, whatever, which formally replaces MRIP chip of 18. So it's got to be change results, increase estimate, and virgin spawn stock biomass recruited of projected yields. Results that was update indicate that the Gulf Kobe is undergoing overfishing with the biomass reducing levels. So, so it does say it went overfishing, but yeah. So that that's that starts most of it, but. Do you think they'll go to a um, tails and and tails of scales kind of thing? Uh, not on a private like a report. Not on a private angle, but the four higher sector will. Yeah, that there's too much they want to know about the private. Uh, the private's not going to get that. They'll they'll pick them up on dockside surveys. Other than uh, uh, like us, we're going to be a electronic logbooks. Yes. So. Which, what I say it was, twelve hundred and something federally permitted. About probably about six to seven hundred participate in a fishery every day. Yeah. So the rec, rec guys will get them at the dock too. You think? Yeah, they'll catch them at the pier. Yeah, and see how many you got. Yeah. And how many's going on? Right. Man, I don't know. I don't know where I sit on that. that yeah, I, I'm gonna have to go. I'm, 
check this document out. Like I said, we're going to post it in the comments. And if you got anything else to ask while we're sitting here right now, you got a few more minutes before we wind this up. But uh, what's best for Mississippi? Leave it in the comments. And yep. this, this thing's uh, – if we don't go live – I mean, once we – get done going live i mean leave the comments in the document yeah we can still below. reply clarence can still reply to the comments yeah. even after this is over with so we can keep the, the discussion going well, um well the thing is if you do uh if you're in a, a federal register public testimony if one person's there i'm not with the any group or cca but if you have a quorum of folks that say i like this this and this on on uh on record i can I can speak for folks. Right. Well, you doc, it's documented testimony is what you're saying. Correct. Right? But yeah. if you, I can't make stuff up and say, this is what we want. Right. You got to have some proof behind I it. I would say, hey, hey, we did a podcast the other day and right. this is the results we come up with. Right. Yeah. Uh, Do the charter boats have that kind of as a. No. You know what I'm saying? Network. Yeah. No. We, they, I mean, we don't have any groups anymore. But see, one person can go to the podium and, and represent his, his organization. Right. But you can't go and represent the whole Mississippi Gulf Coast, but you can represent a few people that you fish with and say, hey, I spoke to some guys, and this is right. what they said. Right. That's adamant Kobe fishermen. Right. That, and it means a lot so to you them. Could, you could represent all of small craft harbor. I could. Or point, point Cadet or uh, wherever if, you wanted If to. I was uh, appointed to and we had a meeting. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like what we're doing now. Yeah. This yep. is a, this is a public meeting. Yeah. So if you want whatever your opinion is, and you you want to voice it, put it in the middle of the comments. I've done it before in front of the, the Gulf Council before. I think it it irks me that a lot of people, and I've done it before, but you get out there and complain about fishing limits and and stuff like that, and then you don't do anything about it. Yeah. You, just, you complain to your buddy at the dock, and then when you have a, a a forum to speak your mind and put your vote in, you don't do anything about it. So don't 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 talk about Kobe fisheries and don't, don't talk, talk about, about it. Be about that's it. That's right. If don't talk about, about it. Be about it. That's it. it. That's, so that's it. What we're gonna if you want if you want to see the big girls come back, what what's the best what we think is going to happen? Yeah, I well, love to, I love to see the big girls back. Thanks for getting the uh, the, the the debate or the uh, the conversation started. Taking time out of your evening to hit us up, come out here and chat. Uh, I know we appreciate it. Hopefully everybody in the comments appreciates it. If you got something to say, say it down there and let us know, man. Everybody wants to hear what you yes, got to think. Please. October the 5th is coming up, right? We always talk about it's, it's your choice to rock the vote. And if you don't say anything, then you can't say anything after you can't complain done. about it. That's right. That's right. All right. Thank you all so much for tuning in on the live stream. Thanks for listening on the audio podcast. And we'll see you all on the next one. Later. Thanks so much for checking out the episode, and I wanted to remind you about this year's second annual Sheep's Head Showdown. It's going to be Saturday, October the 2nd, right here in Diaberville at the boat launch, actually. We're giving away $1,500 for the first place Sheep's Head, $700 for second place, and $500 for third place. The first place winner is going to take home a WWE-style belt. We're also going to have a speckle trout division, a redfish division, and a triple tail division. Each one of those will pay out $450 for first place and $150 for second place. We're bringing back the kids tournament because it was such a success last year. First 10 kids to weigh a fish, they're getting a trophy. First place winner in the kids division is taking home their very own WWE style belt. And for all you spear fishermen and divers, we're bringing a special division just for you. First place spearfish division for the sheep's head is going to have its own payout and its own first place belt. We're going to have the butcher on Tucker selling pulled pork. We're going to have all kind of vendors out there, beer, drinks. It's going to be a party. You're not going to want to miss it. Get your tickets now at brownwaterbanter.com, October the 2nd. Let's fish and have some fun. Mm -hmm.